This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Have you always wanted to learn something more about a hunting-related topic? Or always wanted to say something to someone on social media that called out something related to hunting? Or even how to address a statement made by colleagues around hunting. You want to be confident in your response, but you're just not equipped with enough knowledge, facts, or questions to sound intelligent. In the next five minutes, I'll give you what you need. Short, sharp, information dense, and to the point. Here we go. Here's the question. Is trophy hunting only for rich white dudes? The proponents of banning of trophy hunting will say that trophy hunting, nobody says trophy hunting, is a sport lifestyle that was constructed by very rich, wealthy individuals that were colonialists that went and oppressed the African people of Africa. What if I told you that wasn't true? That I have proof. Where could you find the earliest signs of civilization? East Africa, right? The Rift Valley, that's where hominids essentially were born from. And in the 1800s in Kenya, you had this tribe called the Wata tribe, W-A-A-T-A. The Wata tribe was a tribe of hunter-gatherers that were famed elephant hunters in the area. Yes, famed elephant hunters. They used poison specifically to go after elephant and to test the virility of the poison that they had created, that they had boiled for days and days and days. They made a cut on their leg, and they let the blood sort of create a rivulet down their leg, and they used to apply the poison to the rivulet and watch it to see how quickly it turned black and coagulated and then quickly swiped it away before it reached their own bloodstream. Historical accounts of the water tribe said that they used to strip naked when they got very, very close to elephants, cover themselves in elephant dung and mud, and creep in as close as possible to effectively put a poisoned arrow into an elephant. What the Wata tribe always did was they always picked the biggest elephant with the biggest tusks with the biggest body size. Why would they do that? Bigger body size meant lots more meat for the community, and bigger tusks meant more money and more trade ability with the Arabs on the coast. In the 1830s, all you have to do is look at the Katoy district. It was the heartbeat of ivory trading in Africa. And it was this guy called Katoy Mwenda. 
He was born in the last decade of the 18th century and he quickly established himself as the elephant trader hunter of the area. Kitoi Mwemba was hunting the biggest, the heaviest ivory that he could hunt. Why? Because of trade and because of how valuable the bigger tusks were versus going after a smaller tusk. The Kitui district, Kitoi Mwemba and the Wata tribe is phenomenal evidence to show that trophy hunting is not a construct of white rich people. It was happening way before any white guy decided that he wanted to go hunt Africa for fun. That's my answer.